Hey everyone, and welcome to the happiest hour on earth. We're so excited that you are here this week. We're going to be talking about everything that has changed since Disneyland and Disney World have reopened. Next week is April 30th, which means that it's been one year since Disneyland and California Adventure have opened. Um, Disney World obviously opened a lot sooner, but we just kind of want to do some you know, discussion about, yeah, what changed during that reopening? Uh, did we like it? Did we not like it? You know, there's a lot of things that did change, like indefinitely. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're going to have some things that will be with us from here on out. And then some things that did happen, but we're getting those back. So we just wanted to discuss our thoughts since it is a year anniversary of them finally reopening. So without further ado, let's get started. All right, so before we get started on our discussion, I'm just going to introduce the snack that we made. We actually yeah. didn't make a drink this time, which is pretty unusual for us. It's super <laughs> um, weird. Well, we did, if you call this a drink, yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's a dark rum with some tropical juices. It's not very pretty looking, but. We've been doing drinks a lot recently, and we just did a reel about like our favorite food and drink from food and, from wine, food and yeah. wine but most of it was drink and so we're like you know what let's do a snack yeah, food, today yeah and i've time. been kind of wanting to make these for a bit so i just figured tonight was a good time for it yeah so we made the safari skewers um from adventureland yeah bingo barbecue. so yeah it's been a while since i've had these i think i only had them in the park like once but yeah. they're so good we always just get like the chicken skewers Jeez, which are so also good. delicious but for tonight we have the safari skewers which yes. is just bacon wrapped asparagus i was about to say the vegetarian version of the chieftain skewers but they no. do have bacon so definitely bacon not vegetarian not qualify as vegetarian um <laughs> the only thing so... vegetarian there is like the bread yeah the tails or whatever. exactly <laughs> that's true so we have these skewers and we like made our own little like teriyaki soy sauce dip because yeah. even though you don't have that in the park with them, it just kind of seemed right. So yeah. we just made that and apparently it comes with lime. So I yeah. think we're just going to go ahead and squirt some lime on them right now. I'm going to try it without the sauce first. Just see how it is, you know, from yeah. the park That's and then... And we'll go from there. But this looks like a very like fun appetizer to have. I know. At a party. For like anything, right? Yeah, like it's a birthday party. I know, right? Oh, let's let's try these. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm. That's so yeah, good. Can't, oh. Can't be bacon wrapped asparagus. That was really good. They're really pretty simple. There's Should like not much to it except for just cutting everything into like one to two inch sections and then just wrapping the bacon. Yeah. Skewering and cooking. We haven't done as many snacks um, compared to drinks, but we did make that drink BuzzFeed article a while back and we are going to create our like top 10 Disney snack one, mm -hmm. uh, a BuzzFeed article on that because we have done some amazing ones in the past. We have. That, like we have remade, not even for a podcast because they're just delicious. Like the spring rolls, the- um, Oh Yeah bacon uh mac and cheese fries um so many good ones and so yeah. we're gonna do that and you guys can see like our list of 10 um yeah hopefully Disney that'll snacks. be out in the next couple weeks on BuzzFeed. yeah for sure anyways we're gonna jump into our discussion so to start things off we thought we would talk about something that is pretty recent 
as in like yesterday was the first day. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Um, the character meet and greets have been not a thing, really, not like the way that we knew them for ever since the reopening. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't been back, maybe you've seen it on social media or something, but characters would be out occasionally and you could kind of go up from a distance and see them and interact a little bit. But you couldn't like go up and give them a hug or take close up photos or anything like that. Um, so that just returned, which is really exciting. Um, I think that under the circumstances of COVID and with all the knowledge that we have, that that was the best option that they had. Like at least the characters got to even come out. Yeah. yeah um, so true. I mean, that was, it was still really fun. Like we, we were there for, you know, two of the trips, like both of the trips that we've gone on since the reopening, that's what was going, going on with the characters. And it was still really special. I mean, there's nothing that can beat like going up and wrapping your arms around like Mickey or Pluto or something like, I mean, it's so magical, but it was still really, really fun. And our, we know we brought our son and he loved going up and waving and kind of like interacting back and forth yeah. with the characters. He so did I, try to get yeah. past the barrier on our last trip, though. He was he like did. trying to he climb did. up the stairs under the rope. And I was like, yeah, he really wanted to go up close and see them. And I'm so sad that we yeah. just missed the official return of meet and greets. But Next time we go, we'll, yeah. we'll have them. So yeah. I'm excited for that. I just hope like everything goes well. You know, you're always afraid that they're going to like do something. Yeah, change and then it back. Something's gonna happen, and then they're gonna change it back. But I like how they have the progression too, right? Like I think right when they first had characters out, like they were super far away. Yeah, like, they were like so. I was like, oh, is that is that like Winnie the Pooh? Like yeah. way over in the <laughs> yeah, bushes they'd be there? like up on you way, know, yeah. on a balcony somewhere, and you're like. You're like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> and then they like gradually were like, literally, there's just a rope between. Um, but they, yeah, the characters, props to the characters because they did so good at like interacting to multiple people, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah but now, yeah, I'm really glad special. that that was brought back. Um, one of the biggest changes that definitely won't revert back is Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. Now, there's there's a couple of things about this, right? Like pros and cons. There, yeah, so Disneyland was pretty much the only theme park, like major theme park, that wasn't upcharging faster um, entrances to rides, and so we do have to take that into consideration. Like Universal, um, I think like Six you know slides, Magic Mountain, they, like all those ones, you have to pay an extra fee in order to get through the lines quicker. And props to Disneyland for not doing that for a very long time. R.I.P. Fast Pass. I know. It's so sad. And, so um, sad. And that is one really, really sad change because I think it was so magical being able to like go up, get a paper Fast Pass. And you you like had to put in the effort to like go and grab one. And um and then you carry that around. You're just waiting for your your slot time. And it was just so fun. I think it worked very seamlessly. Like the mm -hmm. fast pass system was really, really great. 
Um, but the, the thing is now with Lightning Lane, since it is a paid version, they give them so much more priority because they don't want to upset the people who paid for it. Mm-hmm. So standby queues seem longer now. Yeah. Um, where with FastPass, like they had a more even distribution because it was like, this was just something free that we offered. You yeah. got it. And then, you know, it was more... I remember one time we were waiting for like Monsters Inc. Oh um, my gosh. And it was gosh. like, it was supposed it was like to be 40 a 15 people. Minute. Yeah, it was supposed to be 15 minutes. It yeah. was crazy. And we watched so, so many people walk through. Like we, we like figured out the ratio. Yeah, I think it was like 30 to 40 fast or lightning lanes to like six people or like 10 people. In like the it was standby. not. And we were in fun. the standby, and it was obviously a much longer wait than what we had initially thought it was going to be. And I was yeah. just like, are you kidding me? Like, we've yeah. already been waiting so long. We have this toddler who's, like, freaking out. Can we just go? And, like, yeah. we were just standing there for so long. And that would be fine if it was, like, 20 bucks per day, yeah. right? Um, but only one person in your party needed it or something like that. Or maybe, that like, be nice. maybe it covers two people or something like that. So if you have a party of four, you have to pay twice, you know, all that stuff. But... 20 bucks per day per person if you're going with a big group and then you have to pay even extra for like certain rides i it was it was a very hard change i wish that they like that was transitioned into a little more seamlessly because the thing that sucked was that when the parks reopened they didn't even have they were still working on lightning lanes and i don't think we even knew about it yeah like they were just like oh there's no fast passes currently because of I think they like gave a COVID reason. They're like, oh, we're not doing fast passes right now because something, something. And it was really because they were waiting to get lightning lanes out. So that was a real bummer. I mean, I'm guess such a bummer. Obviously, we understand Disney took a big hit. Big hit, yeah. During COVID, being closed for that long. I mean, they've never been closed for more than like a day leading up to that. So obviously, they have a lot of money to recoup, and I get that. It's just. A tough pill to swallow when you're it used is. to how things used to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I do miss the fast passes, and we have yet to try Genie Plus, but maybe at some point we'll cave. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that is a post uh, reopening thing is the reservation system, which I'm not really sure if it's going to stay or go. I don't know. I'm, it may stay. Right? Yeah. I mean, it. well, I liked it near the beginning because yeah. they actually had, like, they capped it at a certain point. And now, yes, they do cap it at a certain point. Like, this last trip, um, you know, there's no more reservations available, but it yeah. definitely felt like full capacity. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to keep it just so they know how many people. I, I bet it's kind of nice from a business operation standpoint, knowing how many people are going to be in yeah. the park that day. But... Um, I don't know when it, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later with the magic key holders, but mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of issues when it came to single day, uh, ticket buyers and then magic key holders. But, yeah. um, I don't have a problem with reservation system, but I, yeah. I liked it a lot better when they actually like capped it at like a lower I number. I was like, yeah, I was like, know. cool. I guess it'll never be like overwhelmingly crowded when that's the case but it definitely feels crowded now one thing i want to propose because i actually talked about this when we were in the parks but Mm -hmm. what would you guys think um you guys listening on like maybe a dapper day or like a certain day where you know dapper day is supposed to be kind of like back in the everyone dresses like the 50s or the 60s or whatever um 
if they did dapper days where you had to pay extra to go, um, but they capped it off at like 50%. So that way, because remember back back then in the parks, there weren't as many people. You could just kind of go on rides like really, really quick. Would you guys pay a certain amount more for that one day to get 50% capacity um, I and, think, and ride the rides yes. like how it used to be like that. I would totally For do sure. One. I would totally. I would because it was just that. one day that you're paying yeah. that little extra, but I feel like it'd be so cool to it'll experience Disneyland. How it was back then. Yeah, yeah. way less crowded. So uh, <laughs> proposing that to you guys, hit us up on Instagram, um, your thoughts, because I would love, we would love to I think them. that's a pretty yeah. good idea. I would, I, I would be totally in favor. Yeah. Um. So next this is a this is a nice positive thing that happened um, because it didn't like change something that we knew, you know, yeah. Avengers Campus. Um, well, I guess it did kind of change something. <laughs> we, we knew the bugs and then we put some superhero where those yeah, bugs were. So that's um, true. June 4th, 2021, Avengers Campus arrived. And um, one big thing, though, that COVID did um, effect with Avengers Campus because we've talked about this um, in prior episodes that it just kind of seems like a place where you could easily walk through and miss a lot of stuff and it only opened with a you know it wasn't an e-ticket it was like a, a b-ticket like it was just you know it's just yeah. a glorified Toy Story Midway Mania but that is because COVID really had um, an impact on you know, Finance. their money and yeah, what they were going to do because they were working on that Avengers e-ticket ride that was going to actually open up later. Um, just kind of right like Rise of the Resistance um and Smuggler's Run, how Smuggler's Run opened up yeah. before then. But the thing is they took a indefinite pause um on the Avengers e-ticket ride, and that was due to the loss of money yeah. um, with the parks closed. So that's a real bummer uh, that bummer. really affected it Avengers kind of Campus. It detracts from, I think, what the overall, like, consensus for me would be. Well, here's the hoping that they, they start working on it um, again yeah. soon. That'd I know. I, I wonder how much, like, money how, they've recouped. I'm, I'm curious how far they are into that attraction After, because they were working on it. So yeah. I'm curious, like, if they start up again, would that be, like, a one-year timeline? Would it be, like... Two years, I don't know. It I is. Know. It was supposed to be a state of the art attraction, um, just like Rise was. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, here's the hoping that yeah. they, uh, they build that out. We'll see. And on the topic of attractions, that yeah. leads us to our next one, which is rides and attractions that have changed and are going to be changed yeah. in the near future. So the initial one that we've known about for a while, even before the one year. I think it was during the closure that the announcement was made about yeah, the it, Splash yeah. Mountain refurb that's oh, going yeah. to be Princess and the Frog. I can't remember the exact date that was, but I'm pretty sure it was pre-reopening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're waiting on that. We still don't really know much on date that that's happening. It's still just kind of like something we're expecting to happen <laughs> in the next like year or so, probably. Yeah, maybe more. No date about like when it's like when splash will be closed for the refurb like it's still open so yeah i don't know i i'm assuming it's gonna happen at some point but we'll see we've also got snow white that 
changed Some and wish. Yeah, yeah, Enchanted Wish, which changed from the scary adventure. I was really film. happy that they changed it, and we finally, finally did get it, to yeah. ride it because uh, our first trip back, which was six months ago, we just never got on. Well, it. the lines was so long because I think still we went. Fresh. Yeah, it was still pretty fresh, and I was like, our kid is not gonna wait in this line. Yeah, so we didn't not get to get do it, it, and we got so to much this last now. time. Yeah, the line was pretty it actually short. Has an end. Yeah, it was so much cuter. Like, it really reminded me way more of, like, a good mix between Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and the dark ride that we've always known. Like It's like with the technology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. I mean, obviously, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is much more, like, thrilling and exciting and stuff. But it was just fun to see kind of, like, some of the dwarves in there and they're like yeah yeah yeah. mining and stuff and just a happy ending like it was really cute so i'm i'm glad that that changed i'm glad that they didn't get rid of snow white altogether because i feel like for a while i was worried that some of those classic classic ones like that and pinocchio would maybe get changed and i was like no there were rumors way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, there were. That would have been tough. And I'm so glad that they kept it because I mean, Snow White is Snow White, like the first mm. movie that Walt Disney. And they're making the li- they're making the live action too, exactly. Right now. So they have to keep it. There. Yeah, so I'm so glad that it stayed, but got a little update. Yeah, that was fun. And then we just found out as of yesterday. We're filming this on a Tuesday. Yes, so yeah. this is Tuesday the 19th, I think. Yep. Um, Tarzan's treehouse is officially gone and is likely getting an Encanto retheme. And I'm not sure when it will reopen. I don't think they mentioned that yet. They haven't but mentioned it, yeah. Sounds like that's what the retheme is going to be. And yeah. I don't like it. It makes me sad. I mean, like, Encanto is fine. I really like Encanto. I like it, but it's like Tarzan for me will be head and shoulders above to me forever. It's especially that I mean, I mean, hearing Phil Collins like yes. music as you walk past, and and it's just like it's that was like so I feel like that perfect. was the the millennial thing in the park. Like, what other millennial? classics were there in the park i'm exactly. trying to think like we were little kids when that came out and i loved I having there was that. no other like 90s things in the park i think yeah except for like yeah toy story and things in california adventure but um nothing comes to my head right now yeah buzz Lightyear, like you know yeah it's like that but um Tarzana's there was also so the weird thing and i i would actually i think oh this sounds terrible but i i think i'd say this I think I would not like this even more. There are even some rumors that it might revert back to Swiss Family Robinson because apparently Disney Plus is coming up with an original either movie or series about Swiss Family Robinson. So they might revert it back to that. But I think that's that would be weird. A, I think that would be a money loser. I feel like right? that's like not they already happen. have that in Disney World. I don't so think they why, will revert yeah. back. They're not gonna put it back to what it used to be. I don't think yeah. Disney would ever really do that. Yeah, but and then it that they are working on that new project, but I think I think uh, it would be so sad to lose Tarzan. Tarzan is the best. It's heartbreaking. I have I'm such thinking, a special place in my heart for Tarzan. I always will. Yeah. And even though I didn't like go up to the treehouse every single time we were there, 
I loved hearing I his yell. I loved, yes. In my brain. I know, and, yeah. like, the little drumbeat is so classic of Adventureland. Like, I think yeah. of that when I think of Adventureland. Yeah. And, like, it's going to be gone, and it's just so sad. It's going to be, um, I, th- I think it will still be very beautiful, and I would. Like, I loved that scene in Encanto, his room, Antonio's room. Um, and so I think they could do it well, but yes, I am going to be very sad, but, um, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're trying to capitalize on it. Right. Like, and uh, literally don't talk about Bruno, which, which won't be even in the treehouse unless yeah. they're like, Oh, Bruno's here and he wants to sing his song. Like, that's weird. Um, but they, you know, that blew them away. That's literally the number one most like charted Disney yeah. song ever. Even in front of Let It Go, which is which insane. Which is crazy to me. Which is insane. honestly, I don't care for it. Also, maybe controversial, but I'm like, I can take it. There were better it. songs in that movie. Way better. But anything from Tarzan. I love Literally anything from Tarzan. Any single song. Actually, though, yeah. <laughs> I Phil can't Collins. Lie. I love Lin Manuel Miranda, but soundtrack. Phil Collins, yeah, blew, blew everyone away. He went hard um, on that Tarzan song. Yeah, so crazy. And so these are all the Disneyland ones. Obviously, we are on the West Coast. We know Disneyland a little bit more. Um, I'm sure there were some ride attraction changes in Disney World that we just, you know, are slipping our minds right now. Oh, one of the biggest ones. Great movie ride getting switched to Mickey's Runaway Railway. I always have to, like, pause and, like, formulate my thoughts before I say that. Or else I'm going to sound so stupid because it's a tongue twister. Um, Apparently, that one opened, like, I think a week before covid which is oh, so funny i was sad. like hey here's mickey's runaway railway and then it, they had to shut it down but from what i've seen that um i mean everyone loves that ride it says it's yeah. so amazing so awesome um but yeah now we're getting that in toontown once that reopens so i'm excited that we'll have a mickey ride here we are going to be talking about um oh yeah know, wait a second rides what we didn't even add that into our list toontown yeah oh Oh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just attraction that's changes. not yeah, even like an attraction. That's a whole like land. Whole land, yeah. So Toontown is down right now. It's closed. Uh, obviously, I'm sure most of you know that. And it's getting a big refurb. Big, yeah. And we're super excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot more like open and kind of yeah. kid friendly. And yeah. And getting Runaway Railway, which is going to be fun. Yeah. Super excited for that. It's going to be great. Um, but there were some other things that opened up with Disney World. We're going to we'll talk about those a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might miss some things. Um, we we're trying to formulate this list. And obviously, there's so much that happened. So if we miss something, let us know in the comments or something. Um, but we're not perfect human beings. Not so. to mention, this is immediately after Easter. And this whole last weekend was kind of crazy. And we were planning this a little bit short notice. Because we were going to have a special guest on yeah. this week. It did fall through, which was unfortunate. Was like hopefully very, it's still very special guest. Like, yeah. Scheduling conflicts. So hopefully we will have her on again sometime, but we are having a special guest next week and then in a few weeks too. So super excited about those because those are uh, just as special. Yeah. So, we can't wait. Uh, for those. So another thing that's also super exciting by the time that this episode drops on the is it 22nd? I think 22nd. I think right? so. Friday? Yeah. We are getting some shows back. We are getting um, World of Color and the Electrical Light Parade. And I Fantasmic think is, Disneyland, is later. Yeah, Fantasmic is later. 
Um, Disneyland Forever, I'm trying to remember when that comes back, but we're getting some shows back. And um, so happy. obviously one of the biggest things that happened during COVID, um, you know, the, the closure and the reopening was that shows were not happening. Yeah. And this was understandable. I mean, there's there's a lot of people packed in to um, one specific area. And then now we know, you know, after after looking at things that outside is a lot, you know, better for that. And so they feel comfortable to do these shows again. Um, and maybe they'll still have some some space, you know, mm -hmm. between there. But yeah, it's going to be so exciting to get all these things back because really um, we've gone and we've had such a magical experience. And yes, we have a kid that goes to bed at like 730. So we probably wouldn't be able Although to see the shows while yet. We were there. Yeah, it was a little bit later. Really but, um, <laughs> but just the fact that the shows are going to be there, it's like the perfect what did uh, Richard Sherman, I think it was Richard Sherman, said, it's like the kiss goodnight, like the oh. fireworks at the park. Yeah. It's just this, like this like goodnight magic. Like the perfect magic. way to yeah. end your magical day. Like, honestly, it does feel like something's missing from your trip when you don't have a show at the end yeah. of the day or parades, I guess, throughout the day, too. But something about at the end of the day, even though you're like so tired, your feet hurt, like everything hurts. It's still just so, so magical and such a perfect way to end your day just watching a show. Yeah. Whether it's certainly. fireworks or World of Color or Fantasmic, like they're all, they all hit different. Yeah. Oh, they're so amazing. I'm so excited that they're coming back and I can, I'm probably going to like cry when I see some of those after we get to go back again, which I don't know when that's going to be at this point. And I mean, yes, our son does go to bed early and he is wiped out at the end of a day, but I hope that we can like sneak one in with him, like on our next trip. Yeah. If he can handle it, like it would be he'll so fun it. for him we'll to see. We'll it. make sure, yeah. or he'll fall asleep while we're watching it. Either yeah. way, I don't care. For sure. <laughs> um, but anyways, the shows we cannot wait to see them back. Um, another one that we have is Blue Bayou introducing alcohol to the menu. Yeah. That was a very new thing because previously before Galaxy's Edge, there was no alcohol in the parks except for in Club 33, which, yeah. you know, goals. <laughs> if you guys know anyone at Club 33, just, just let us know. <laughs> Please. We, we would cry our eyes we out. We decided yeah. that by our 33rd birthdays, which is still a couple years away, that that needs to happen. Yeah, that's a lofty goal. Maybe but you for can help our thirty third birthday, our, yes. our goal. If you know please, someone and you're watching please. this, send us a message. It is that and get us in because it's both of our dreams. I know. Yeah, seriously, guys, that'd be so amazing. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, that was a little rabbit trail, but Blue Bayou now has beer and wine and a signature cocktail, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I kind of have mixed feelings about this just because i know that walt's original intent was to not have alcohol in the park at least not in disneyland which is why you know california adventure was you know fun to go visit as well because that was over there and so it's like i kind of have mixed feelings about it but the thing that makes all the contained. difference, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say the thing that makes all the difference is you're not like walking around with alcohol. You're like, in certain yeah. environments, 
and it's hard to get those reservations, right? Mm-hmm. Ogas and Blue Bayou. So it's like, you know, if you make those, if you are able to score those reservations, like you need a drink or two. But the thing is, um, yeah, you can't bring them outside, which is which is great, which I think yeah. provides that kind of same vibe that Walt was going for. And so, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think so. Um, so the next one we have here is Magic Key Holders. And I have to admit, we don't know, like, we can't talk too heavily on this. We were not um, annual pass holders before. And so Magic Key Holders, obviously, there's like the different tiers, all this stuff. I've heard some negative experiences from certain people um, originally that like, yes, they're pass holders and they were having a hard time getting reservations because Disney was for a while prioritizing single day tickets because they had already gotten those pass holders money. So they're like, you know what, let's make it easier. Yeah, it was really kind of screwy, but apparently they have been trying to rectify this. One example is that during our trip, single day ticket availability um, was already out, but they were allowing um, magic key holders to get those days. So I think the tides are turning with that. So hopefully it remains like that. I mean, a lot of people that we follow are past are magic key holders. And I've seen over the years, you know, especially in December, people were having a really hard time getting reservations while mm-hmm. you could just buy a single day ticket. And um, and I don't think that's right. And they do have to um, they do have to cater towards those magic key holders. For sure. And yeah. so um, there's a lot of cool benefits with Magic Key Holders, too. Yeah, like a lot of discounts. Before with annual passes, yeah, you would get the discounts and stuff like that. But now they have, like, the Magic Key, like, terraces and, like, Magic Key, like, yeah. holder sec- like sections to kind of give it, it that really exclusivity cool. feel, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. So, um, yeah, so hopefully hopefully they continue to fine-tune this program and that it is it just does become um, really, really nice because I would like to do that one day for mm-hmm. sure as well. I would too. Um, and like the name, like, I guess I kind of like that it changed to that it's name. Kinda cool, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah it's, like it, it sets, sounds sets them apart. So magical. Them. Yeah. I think it's cool. I don't know. I, I remember just being kind of like, what? They like changed the name of annual pass holder. Like it just seemed so weird at the time. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a cute name. I would love to be a magic key holder one day. Yeah. So we have kind of a quick one here because this is actually in Disney World and we don't have a lot of knowledge or say in it, but Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and that opened October 21st of last year of 2021. So it's really cool that this ride is in Epcot in the France Pavilion because I think it's just so fitting to have it there. Yeah, and it's so perfect. It's in the that ride is also in Disney Paris. So it's really cool to just have like an actual international ride here. Um and it looks really fun. Some of our friends actually went on it uh yeah. sometime last year. I think it was I like think. October. Yeah, yeah it must have been right it, after yeah. it opened and they loved it. So yeah. maybe we'll get to do it at some point too. Yeah. I, don't know. I just like how they're able to take like I feel like a lot of international parks have the rides that we had first and they like introduced them to those parks but it's cool that we're also like looking at what rides are great in the international parks and bringing them here right Mm -hmm. we got epcot from shanghai coming to disney world which is really really cool and so um wait did i say epcot Epcot. i know in my head i was thinking i don't think that's what you meant to say um (laughs) 
<laughs> we got the Tron ride from um, from Shanghai coming to Disney World uh, Tomorrowland, which is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I just love that we're, you know, grabbing some of those like really, really great rides from international parks and mm -hmm. bringing them here, which is really, really great. I agree. Um, and then the last one on our list um, is the Star Cruiser. The Star Wars Star Cruiser um, that opened in March of this year. That was a big one um, that opened, you know, post reopening. There was so much buzz. So much so buzz. So much buzz. Hype. March came, it opened, a lot of buzz. And then now I feel like we don't hear anything about it. I was literally just like, going to say, see. I was like, I forgot that it opened already because I yeah. stopped hearing about it immediately. Yeah. Like, have they even had people book well, so that are not the like celebrities or something that's the interesting thing right because like the opening weekend or like right before and then like that first couple weeks they were giving disney influencers um they were giving they were letting them stay there for free so that they would start some buzz about that um and so there was a lot of buzz right around that time and then we follow a lot of disney pages and we haven't seen a lot of people post about Nothing. it because i think a lot of people don't have Nobody the wants to ability pay to pay it yeah exactly who's gonna pay that so i see them and we've Lowering talked about prices. this before but i see Hopefully. them dropping prices but the only thing that would suck about that is i hope they don't like skimp on the experiences like I yeah. hope they're not like we have to drop the prices but we have to cut a lot of the actors that are on the ship because the actors are what you're going for you're there to see to feel like to you're feel in like a real in. star wars experience exactly and so it's an interesting situation. It's weird that we haven't seen anything from there. I've seen like maybe one or two things, but I think those were still like part of the influencer kind of package. Yeah. So, and the people that get to pay for it, not a lot of people are going to. Honestly, pay for that. like who thought up the idea to charge that much and thought that they would actually like stay busy? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know who came up with that idea, but it's like, I'm sorry. Things are expensive in this world right now. And I don't know who, if you're not like seriously wealthy, you're yeah. probably not going to pay that much to go stay for a few nights. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. I want to check and see, um, like I want to go to like the tagged location or whatever and see how many people were there, but I'm sure it's not like booked out. Like I'm it sure like your be. experience is like, not that many people on there. I could I be guess. wrong. We could be wrong. I know. I was going to say, maybe um, maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe we just haven't seen stuff about it. But I I don't know. It's not as accessible to people. And so, yeah. and you need, you need people to post photos from there. You need people to get the word out in order to get bookings. But since it's so high, people are not posting about it. So people just kind of like forget about it. Maybe that will change with all the Star Wars stuff coming out. You know, we have Star Wars Celebration, a lot more shows coming out and all that stuff. Maybe people will be reinvigorated and will want to go there, but um, but like even with the Obi Wan Kenobi show, like the Star Cruiser is set in sequel time, so you're not gonna meet Obi Wan. You're not gonna, yeah. meet, you know, all the big. The, that's the thing, and people talk about this sometimes. Galaxy's Edge and everything, um, and Star Cruiser, they're they're set between like episodes eight and nine. And you're kind of limited there because you can't have the Mandalorian in there, mm -hmm. which is a big thing. I think they should just change that. I, I think they shouldn't have it like, quote unquote, so, canon and be like, yeah. we're only between eight and nine. Say, this is just a place where all Star, Star Wars characters are. Because imagine how much money they would make 
And they said you can now oh meet Ma- you can now meet Dinjarin and Grogu um, oh in Galaxy's gosh. Edge, and there that was just one of the planets that they landed on to like help a mission. But if you were able to meet Grogu and Dinjarin, that'd be incredible. So it's like yeah. let's do a wait. Let's get a little more loose with the restrictions of like this is only maybe that'll happen. Kylo's. Maybe they'll realize as time goes on that they have to find some different ways to draw people in. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's how it would work. That'd I don't cool. know. I know I've heard I've heard uh, some people talk about this, and I like this a lot too. Is if the Star Cruiser was like had certain three different three different things right per month, where you could go like prequel trilogy, uh, original trilogy, and sequel trilogy, and you know you could kind of pick the dates that you wanted, and if it lined lined up with like. Darth Maul and like, you know, Obi-Wan like back in the prequels or you could do like sequel and maybe have like an intermix of like Mandalorian in there or something like you could kind of it changed in it. So you you would kind of want to go back because you would want to experience like a different trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like that would be really cool to like experience different things in the, the star wars universe rather yeah. than just the same thing over and over that but, would be that would be cool <sighs> crazy stuff but yeah, um anyways wild. yeah that pretty much concludes all of our topics we might have missed something like we said but we yeah. are just so thankful that you are listening and yeah. um, it really just means so much all the support from your show next week we do have an awesome guest someone that we have not actually like a a category that we have not talked to or interviewed yeah. yet. And so definitely subscribe, definitely like follow us on podcasting platforms because next week is going to be pretty awesome. We're really excited to talk to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a really fun one. It's definitely not something that we've ventured into yet, but I have a feeling you guys are going to very much enjoy it. So keep your eyes out. Yeah, definitely. And then, like <laughs> I said, in a couple weeks from then, we have a, another really uh, big guest, which is going to be really fun. And so with that, thank you again for listening to our podcast. We will see you guys next week. We'll see you next time, you guys. Bye. Bye.